please mind the gap between the blockchain and user adoption. The next station is the Blockchain Meets Marketing Podcast. Please stand clear of the doors. Here comes your host, Ani Alexander. Hey, hello there, the Blockchain Meets Marketing show. I just decided to talk about a um, few things and also reconnect and see how you guys are doing because it's it's been a while. So, and also talk a little bit about something that I spoke a lot with different people on different occasions and uh, something that is a big topic and it's the mass adoption of the blockchain. It's something that people in this sphere are looking forward to. Uh, we really would love that to happen. And obviously, we would love that to happen soon. Is it going to happen soon or not? Um, that's a big question, actually. And I think it, it highly depends on how things go. But at the moment, there are a few things that I think we have to address and look into, which are going to impact the speed of the adoption. So yeah, uh, blockchain adoption mass adoption which are the issues i was just looking back and trying to understand which are the issues of why it still hasn't happened right to be fair i've been in the space for a bit over three years and i thought that it was going to happen sooner rather than later but now when i'm revisiting and looking at things and and seeing how things are done uh, i'm not so sure that it's going to be happening as soon as i thought it would be and the reason uh, is that I, I see several issues with, with the things that are, are, are done at the moment. And I'm looking from this from the non-tech perspective, from the, the human side of it and representing the masses, right? I'm putting myself in the shoes of the masses that are supposed to adopt the blockchain. What is the problem with it, right? First of all, the masses and the blockchain technology need a bridge. The bridge is basically all these projects that are creating some things uh, for people. And let's look at what's happening on that side, right? First of all, I may say something very obvious, but I feel like, you know, mass adoption will happen if, if the projects that are creating um, uh, services and products are actually solving a problem and which, which not always is the case, but not only solving a problem, but solving a problem that masses have. Because very often, even when the blockchain projects are solving a problem, they are not, they are solving a problem for a very niche market for, for themselves, basically, for tech people, for blockchain people, blockchain enthusiasts, crypto niche, and everything else, but not for the masses, right? What happens is basically when you are uh, solving a problem that is very niche and it's, it's a niche within the, um, within the sector already, uh, if you are solving a, a problem that blockchain people have, that crypto people have, then, you know, that's who are going to adopt your solution. And, and it's very rare that it's going to go, if, if your core product is, is addressing those people, you know, it may probably not in the near future go beyond that and uh, so what you will probably have to look into if you're going to, if you want to contribute to the to the mass adoption is first of all uh, probably the easiest and fastest way uh, to do this would be trying to solve a problem that masses have that like non-crypto people have that people who don't care or and don't really are not very inspired by the blockchain technology have and solve it for them and the second thing is uh, to make sure that when you solve that problem you 
create the tools and the bridges that are very easy for the non-crypto people to get into, right? So, and and that's where the problem comes from, right? The, the problem comes from the fact that I do understand that most of the blockchain founders are absolutely in love with the technology. They are very focused on the technology and they are uh, really uh, focused on building the tech. But the problem is that when you are stuck in the technology sphere, when you talk only to, to other founders, when you talk only about the tech, you kind of end up being becoming isolated and detached from the non-tech crowd, right? So the, the more detached you get, the less you understand what their needs are, what their desires are, what they are looking for, what their problems are. So you won't even be able to come up with a solution of a problem that they have because most probably you won't even know what their problems are. And, you know, the deeper you get into the tech and the more isolated you get, the more you get into this small crowd of people who understand your stuff, the, the, the bigger will become the gap between the masses and yourself. And then, you know, the, the harder it will be to build these bridges between the two, right? It's another thing, right? We overcomplicate everything. The, the solution is very complex. And I think that's also kind of partly comes from the fact that you know, people are so inspired and so excited about the tech that they are looking for. Um, they are sometimes inventing problems that could be solved by this tech, right? And then and then end up with a complicated um, version of that solution. So don't get stuck with the tech. Just, you know, if you want to solve a problem, if you want masses to adopt your solution or solve a problem for the masses, and at the same time, uh, the more you know about the people that you're trying to serve, uh, the better um, you will understand what your solution, uh, you know, what you have to solve what the problem is, how to solve it, what people are actually looking for, right? So um, so that's another thing. Don't get stuck and don't talk only to people in your field. Go out there and, and go broader and talk to more people. Understand what's going on in the world. Like, world doesn't rotate around blockchain, uh, fortunately or unfortunately. And not everyone is as inspired about the tech and as excited about it as you are. So that's uh, another thing. The follow-up thing coming from that partly is, is the language. Like, the language that you use. Like, for example, I'm originally from Armenia. I'm Armenian. And that's my native uh, um, language. That's my mother tongue, right? So imagine if I didn't speak English and, you know, I did this live stream in Armenian. I'm sure that no one would listen, no one would understand, and no one would comment. There will be no engagement. And whatever I'm telling you would be completely lost in translation. So that's what's happening very often with projects. They are so obsessed with the tech and they are, you know, for them, the, the techie language, the terms, um, you know, the words that they are using are so normal that they forget sometimes that the masses who are supposed to adopt that have no clue what you're talking about. And, you know, and, and the problem is that, you know, if you don't understand something, these days, people are, are living in a hectic world. They are busy. They are running around. Their attention span is very small. If you bet that this person is going to be so curious that he's going to go and start digging and looking into the terms and trying to understand what you were supposed to say, it's never going to happen. It's just not how life works. No one is going to do that. So, so even just a simple, simple um, thing, even when you're writing the copy of your website, you go to the website and, and sometimes 
I read the whole text, I read the whole page, and, and I still have no clue what the project is about. I still have no clue what you are offering, which means that I don't even know whether it's for me or not. Or not. And I spent the whole time kind of going over it. Not everyone is going to spend this time and try to read the whole thing. All they will do is just skip it and move on. So that's another thing that is kind of, you know, uh, not very complex. Uh, but again, just pay attention to who you're talking to and, and what uh, are you saying. Uh, because if it's very techy, if you are using all the terms that are very, sorry about that, that are very common, uh, commonly used in your space and everyone around you understands it, it doesn't mean that the others will do too. And the problem is that people can't get excited about something they don't understand. Usually something that is unclear, that is not understandable and looks complex, uh, the first reaction is it, it, it kind of, you know, it scares you, it makes you avoid it altogether, it just makes you think that it's probably not for you and, and you just move on. So that's another one of the other reasons. The third reason that I'm seeing is that uh, very often with the solutions uh, that the blockchain projects offer, they bet on the fact that people are going to change their lifestyles, right? And the last point is the perception of the community, right? Back in 2017, um, during the ICO boom, the communities were mainly about communities of token buyers, right? People were creating hype, people were communicating with future token buyers, and then later on with, with token holders and traders, and it was all about the people around the token. And the community was revolving around the project and around the token aspect of it so it was a community of token buyers that people were targeting people were trying to nurture and so on i think now uh you know uh, until we keep this uh, this perception and until we uh we you know we we keep on thinking that we need to build communities of token buyers the mass adoption is not going to happen because masses don't buy tokens right masses are not token holders they are not token traders they don't participate in ICOs or any other kind of, you know, tokenized crowdfunding mechanisms, right? So um, what, if you want to reach mass adoption as a B2C project, what you have to build is not a community of token buyers, but a community of your future users. And that's when, you know, and if your future user is a non-crypto person, then you have to adjust your community and see what is the most common and, and favorite and cozy place where they already are online and when they already interact between themselves and go there. Because uh, another barrier is Telegram. If, if by default they are not using the Telegram, uh, you can't really expect them to download a new app and kind of, you know, start using a new type of communication tool if, if it's not part of their lifestyle. So, um, so yeah, I guess that was it for now. Uh, I hope this kind of provoked some thoughts. That's it for now, guys. Uh, take care. Have a great day. Bye. That's all for today. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. That will make Unny's day. Also, don't miss her content on blockchain, startups, and marketing. Make sure you subscribe at unnyalexander.com slash subscribe.